After many days of uncertainty following the US election initially, a victor was finally named with Joe Biden, the Democrat Party nominee confirmed as the president-elect for the US. In his victory speech, Mr Biden pledged to heal the nation after the tumultuous and divisive tenure of Donald Trump over the last four years. Joe Biden will be sworn in as president on the 20th of January next year. We're joined now by Lelaitu Samoa Lelaulu, who is the director at Caribbean Media Exchange for more on the US election 2020. After working at the United Nations in New York, Lele came to Washington, D.C. to run Counterpart International, a charity working in 60 countries as CEO for nine years, then was the strategic advisor for the Pacific Leadership Program of the Australian government. From there, he helped set up the Global Partnership for Oceans for the World Bank before serving as Sustainable Development Advisor for the International Finance Corporation of the World Bank Group. Among other things, he was Chairman of uh, the Tourism Leadership Group at George Washington University and the Earth Charter Alliance. He now advises Caribbean governments on economic development. Uh, uh, Lele joins us now on Pacific Breakfast for more. and Thank you so much for your time this morning, Lele. Thank you for having me on the program. Now, the US presidential election 2020, oh my goodness, much closer than many predicted it would be. Yes, it is way, way closer. Most people, well, a lot of people on the Democratic side were expecting a landslide in the polls actually indicated that there would be a big victory for Joe Biden, but that's not the case. It was a real squeaker. And, uh, you know, Trump, he got 70 million Americans to vote for him. So it was a tight race. And we're still looking at the tail end of it as Trump's organization uh, pushes in the courts to try and get recounts to prove that he may have won. What do you put down the the closeness of this, uh, you know, presidential election delay? Taking into account over the years, well, depending on whichever media outlet, uh, just some of the uh, outrageous acts of Donald Trump over uh, the last four years of his presidency. Yes, I mean he is probably the the, the least honest, the least upstanding president America has had since its uh, beginning, perhaps. But. You know, when it came down to the election campaigns, he had simple messages. I will return your jobs. I will take care of you. I will make sure there are police on the streets to stop you from being attacked by all these funny people or whomever. And these were very simple messages that got across to many, many voters at the last minute. Whereas the Democrats, they were they were that campaign saying, you know, we'll make life better and more sort of um, more sort of uh, abstract, not abstract, but softer messages. And when it came down to the crunch, um, all these people voted for Trump because they thought that he was the hard man. He was the tough man who could actually get things done. And they forgot completely about uh, what he'd done before. And uh, amongst those uh, many people that voted for Donald Trump, including a large number of our Barsafika Polynesian brothers and sisters in the U.S. as well, I understand. Yes, the Polynesian vote, um, you know, it, it, it seems surprising. But when you look at it, you know, uh, our people were the people that were, that were the essential workers. They were on the front lines while everybody else was huddled up in lockdowns. You know, our people were out there working and making sure that goods and services got to the rest of the country rest, you know, and sort of 
and putting their lives on the line to serve the rest of the country. So they felt it. So that when there was a lockdown and when jobs started disappearing, they were also among the first to lose their jobs and their income. So, you know, they suffered both their health was in danger and then also their ability to look after their families. The Fano and Ainga was completely leveled. So they went for the simple messages. And Donald Trump said, you know, I will return your jobs. I will make you safer by putting more cops in the street. And, you know, I will look after you. And that resonated with a lot of our people towards the end of the campaign. Now that we have a definite result, uh, Lulay, what of the uh, predicted uh, protests and outbreaks of uh, violence that was to you know, follow a result, uh, regardless of whichever way it went? What have you, what have you seen and heard on the ground there in the, in the States? Well, there hasn't been um, any violence to speak of, little flashes here and there, but not, certainly nothing on the scale that was, uh, that was even projected. In fact, there's a lot of jubilation. And, um, you know, it seems that more champagne was sold in one day than had been sold in the previous two years in, uh, in the Washington, D.C. area. So, and people were still dancing on the streets. And um, so there was that general air of relief and exaltation. But, you know, uh, despite... The predictions, no violence, even though Trump and some of his supporters have been calling on people to rally and protest the results of the elections. Talk to me about this man, Joe Biden. You know, we I, I understand that he's visited New Zealand, uh, you know, well, about four years ago. But tell us about him. Well, you know, this man, Joe Biden, the former vice president under Barack Obama. Uh, uh, Joe Biden is um, the president-elect. is a very personable man. He warms to people, and people warm to him. Uh, one of his nicknames is Uncle Joe, and so uh, that's what he's like. He's gone through terrible tragedies with the loss of his wife and little daughter when in a car accident. Then he lost his war hero son to illness, and he still bounced back. And um, you know, for four decades plus. This guy's been in government in Washington, D.C., so because of his natural, uh, you know, uh, warm personality, he is able to stretch across the aisles to other parties, to opposition people, to to get deals done, to get laws passed. And this, is, this has been one of the strengths in his over 40 years in the Senate in Washington, D.C. So people are looking to Joe Biden to actually heal the nation also, and also to reach across the aisle. Uh, to the opposition to get things done again, to make America whole again. Mm-mm. In terms of victory for President-elect Joe Biden, what does it mean uh, not only for the U.S., uh, but uh, geopolitically? <clears throat> well, geopolitically, um, you, you may have noticed in the news that uh, overseas heads of government, they were the first to call Biden up and, and congratulate him, while you know many Democratic, I mean, uh, Republican leaders in the United States had still hadn't um, called or anything. So I think the rest of the world, uh, especially the Democratic part of it, is very, very pleased that Biden is in because it means that he's going to put America back on the international scene again rather than, than you know, attacking it as useless. So uh, the first, Biden said the first thing that he would do once he's inaugurated as president is to put America back into the Paris climate uh, change um into the climate agreement, which is enormous. And then on the sort of more heavy political line, I think countries like Iran and others, they probably feel a bit more comfortable now because, you know, Trump's administration spent a lot of time trying to sort of focus um, 
um, on Iran and try and, and to, to goad Iran into sort of uh, bad actions. But they didn't. They held off mainly. And I think that that may settle down the Middle East as well. In the Pacific, where we are, I mean, everybody knows that uh, America's future lies in Pacific and Asia. And I think we may see a little bit more of that, because don't forget, America's largest military presence is in the Pacific and will continue to be for a long, long time. So um, islands, fortunately, because of their small size, were probably ignored or couldn't be found by Trump on a map. But uh, I think that overall, the, the overall American strategy towards the Pacific is going to be warm and become warmer and perhaps more engaged. Director at Caribbean Media Exchange. Uh, thank you so much for your time this morning. Really appreciate it and look forward to touching base with you again in the very near future. Take care, lover. I look forward to it. Take care, lover.